0: This is Katherine Wild, and you are listening to Mesoamerican Studies on Air, the podcast that brings you academic research on Mesoamerica. In this first podcast, I'm going to be giving you a brief introduction to Mesoamerica, what the region encompasses, what cultures live there, when they live there, and a lot more that you'll need prior to the rest of the episodes coming out this season. In this podcast, I'm going to be conducting interviews with academics, scholars, archaeologists, art historians, linguists, talking about their research on Mesoamerica. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the cultures that make up ancient Mesoamerica. Now, this is a really hard episode to explain uh, virtually or on air because it's really hard for me to explain to you where all of these things happen without a map. So if this is your very first time uh, looking at Mesoamerica or listening to Mesoamerica, do me a huge favor. On my website, I have a blog post where I talk about Mesoamerica, the different cultures that live there, when, and a little bit about the geography. That's going to be really important. So if this is an intro to you, go ahead and take advantage of that. Look into that I'm going to go ahead and start explaining here a little bit about the different cultures in Mesoamerica, some of the key characteristics of it, um, and then we will jump in after this episode with all of the really good stuff. I'm super excited to share all of this with you, and I think you're going to love it too. So let's talk about Mesoamerica. So Mesoamerica refers to a region in the world with a shared group of cultural characteristics. Now, the word Mesoamerica is a Greek term. Um, It is built out of Meso and America. Meso means middle and America, you know. Uh, So in plain English, this translates to middle America. This term was first used in the 40s by a German ethnologist named Paul Kirchhoff. Um, It replaced... Middle America. So Mesoamerica came to replace Middle America, which was just a little bit too general. Mesoamerica referred to this specific area. Um, Now, what is that specific area? Mesoamerica is a region encompassing parts of Mexico, Belize, Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. Now, this is different from Middle America because Middle America means roughly the same thing as Central America, it can, it can refer to all of the countries from Mexico to Panama, which is just too broad for our scope of Mesoamerica. So Mesoamerica encompasses some of northern Mexico, not all of it, but some of it, and all of the rest of the country down to the south. It pulls in Belize and Guatemala and extends into Honduras and El Salvador as well. And Kirchhoff created this distinction based off of cultural similarities between all of the different ethnic groups in the region. Now, one of the big questions that came up for me as I was, you know, investigating all of this for the first time, why are we giving a Greek name to this area? Don't we know what the ancient Mesoamericans called it? Now, those are two different questions. The first one, why are we giving a Greek name to this area? Question for the ages, right? We probably should be able to develop an actual name for Mesoamerica, that it's it's a bit more culturally appropriate. However, we don't know what the ancient Mesoamericans called it. Heck, we don't even know where they would have placed the borders of their land. So really, we're guessing here. We're not always doing the best job of it, but we're doing we're doing what we can. So, That's the the general overview of the area of Mesoamerica. Now, let's talk about the cultures that existed in there. There were a lot of different cultures that existed within Mesoamerica, and I'm not going to be able to describe all of them, but I'm hoping that I'll be able to bring in enough different scholars that we'll be able to cover every different culture in Mesoamerica. Now here's a brief summary. If you've heard a little bit about Mesoamerica, you've probably heard of the big three, the Olmec, the Maya, and the Aztec. These are the three cultures that seem to have permeated most of the public view when it comes to Mesoamerica. Now there's reasons for all of that and we'll get to those later, but let's review these big three cultures and then we'll look at some of the other ones. So the Olmec, the Olmec civilization existed a little bit earlier than 1500 BC. We're not exactly sure how far back it goes, but with every year we have more archaeological discoveries that take this culture back hundreds if not thousands of years. So we know that it was early. Let's say for the sake of this podcast, 1500 BC. This civilization or this cultural group lasted until about 400 BC. most of the Olmec culture was gone before that, but there are still vestiges that extend into this, different, into this later period. Now, most of the Olmec civilization was concentrated along the Gulf Coast of Mexico. Evidence of the artistic style of this culture has been found throughout Mesoamerica, though, so it's not concentrated just there. It's been found in central Mexico, the Pacific coast of Mexico and Guatemala, and pretty much everywhere in between. Um, And that's an issue that's actually come up a lot. Scholars have debated for decades whether or not the Olmec was like this, they call it the mother culture, so like the origin culture, the the place where it all began, Um, or if it was what we call a sister culture, if it was a culture that developed alongside others and for some reason just is the one that we recognize most today. Um, So scholars have gone back and forth about this forever. And there's a lot of evidence for and against each one. And again, every year we come up with new stuff that makes us revise everything that we've considered. For example, just a couple weeks ago, Um, An archaeologist named Takeshi Nomada was working in Tabasco, Mexico, and found a Maya settlement that seems to have rivaled the Olmec settlements in the area. So we used to think that the Olmec culture was the earliest um, and came tons, like hundreds, if not thousands of years before the Maya civilization. Um, And with this new find that uh, Takeshi has had, they're dating this site to even earlier than the Olmec side of Venta, which was kind of the latest, the latest uh, outpost of the Olmec culture. Um, so this is completely rewriting everything we know and kind of going to refute that whole mother culture idea and tending to favor more of a sister culture, showing that these cultures were living side by side. Now, I just mentioned the Maya. This culture also is a little hard to date originally. We have place the beginning of the Maya culture also in that early time period. And again, we keep finding more evidence that it began even earlier than we expected. But anyways, the Maya are the culture that you could say last the longest on a generic timeline. If you go, for example, to Mexico City, uh, they have a map that shows the timelines of all the different cultures. And while some of the cultures tend to start late and end early or start late and end late, um, the Maya just kind of, their line on the timeline just keeps going. <laughs> um, and there's a lot to that, but essentially the Maya existed, um, as they were throughout most of the known history of Mesoamerica, um, around 1521 AD, that's the date currently accepted as the end of the Spanish Aztec War, when the Spanish assumed control of Mesoamerica, um, so that's kind of where i've put the end of this timeline for now but it's important to remember the maya still live today that is very important i also have a blog post about that so go check it out Um, the maya culture lived in eastern mexico so what's known today as the yucatan peninsula um, and chiapas Um, they lived in guatemala belize and parts of honduras and el salvador Uh, so they extend along the eastern portion of mesoamerica now the last member of our big three, the Aztec. The Aztec came into the picture pretty late. They're pretty, pretty much the latecomers onto the scene, but they established themselves fast and they grew fast. Something about the Basin of Mexico. Um, so the Aztec came onto the scene around 1100 AD, and by the time that the Spaniards arrived, they had pretty much established themselves as the numero uno inside of Mesoamerica. Um, They were also known as the Mexica. That was their name for themselves. They came in as a wandering group of people, established themselves on an island in the middle of Texcoco Lake, and quickly became the dominant group in the Basin of Mexico. And they created and established an empire that extended throughout all of Mesoamerica and even a little bit beyond. So those are our big three, Olmec, Maya, Aztec. Now... Just remember the names and some of those uh, caveats. Aztec, the name that they called themselves were Mexica. Um, For the Maya, we say Maya when we're talking about the culture and Mayan with an N when we're talking about the language. And Olmec, just remember that we're not really sure exactly what that referred to and we don't want to lump too much under the name. Now, what are some of the other lesser known but just as important civilizations or groups? The first one I'm going to talk about, and there are a ton here, guys, again, but the first one that I'm going to talk about are the Teotihuacanos. This group formed a huge city in the basin of Mexico, just to the northeast of Mexico City. This city grew to be the largest in Mesoamerica in its time. It first began to grow a little bit before the turn of the b C.A.D. break, so a little bit before uh, what we know as year zero, um, and grew and became a huge superpower, ending somewhere between 550 and 650 A.D. So there was about a six to 700 year period of time in which Teotihuacan was growing and spreading. Like the Aztec, Teotihuacan became a huge empire, although empire isn't the right word for it. Teotihuacan became a huge influence in Mesoamerica and their trade routes extended again all the way down through the eastern and western portions of Mesoamerica. A later culture in the basin of Mexico, just to the north of Mexico City, was the Toltec. Now the Toltec culture was centered in what is known today as the state of Hidalgo. It's known for, or it was known by the Aztec as a culture of great, artisans and craftsmen. Um, The Aztec aspired to be like the Toltecs. They wanted to be just like them. Um, We don't know a ton about them, but we know that, I mean, they did create some pretty cool stuff. Another group just to the east along the upper Gulf Coast of Mexico appears to have been influenced by both Central Mexico and the Maya. These were the Huastec. Now, the Huastec people they came onto the scene during the late Classic and Post Classic period, so we're talking like 700 to about the Conquest period. Um, very little known, but they've produced some very interesting and beautiful things, including a um, an inscribed pectoral made out of conch shell that's just beautiful. There's quite a few of them, um, but they they had really beautiful art that actually seems to have some parallel with the Ohioan cultures in the modern-day United States. Let's move on to the Zapotec and the Mixtec. These were two cultures from Oaxaca along the southern coast of Mexico. So we're not talking about the Gulf Coast. We're talking about the Pacific Coast. Um, These were the creators of huge sites such as Monte Alban, and there's a lot that happens there. I actually am going to bring in a scholar friend of mine who talks about them. We'll be able to talk a little bit more about these cultures later on. Western Mexico. Western Mexico tends to be forgotten by so many scholars, and I find that its artwork is some of the most beautiful and endearing. I love Western Mexican art. Um, So obviously, as the name implies, it's found to the west of Mexico City. It encompasses the states of Jalisco, Nayarit, and Colima. So some of the things that Western Mexican cultures are known for um, are shaft tombs. So they had the practice of creating tombs that were uh, built into the ground but straight down into the ground. So there would be a narrow chute going from the surface of the ground down and then it would widen out, and that's where they would have um, funerary deposits. So uh, things like mummy bundles, um, funerary objects, urns, those would all go into those shaft tombs. Western Mexican culture is also noted for what are, what are known as Colima dogs. If you've ever seen a Mesoamerican sculpture of a little dog with a huge pot belly. Um, Those are more likely than not, those are Colima dogs. Um, They're very cute. Western Mexican art is usually very domestic. It portrays people in a very approachable way, which is why I like it so much. So there you have it. There are a few of the cultures of Mesoamerica. Now, I wanted to just provide briefly a time reference. We're going to be talking about different places of Mesoamerica in different time periods. So, we've got the pre-classic period, the classic period, and the post-classic period. Now, these names are a little bit problematic. Um the classic period, obviously naming a period the classic period, it's got a very romanesque feel to it, right? Like, oh, this was the time when everything happened. And that was the name that was originally given to this time period, but it's not the time where everything happened. Um, There was a ton that happened in what's known as the pre-classic or formative period, um, which was from, mm, say, maybe 1800 B.C. to around 250 A.D. Then the classic period takes off in 250 A.D. and goes until about 900 A.D. Then in 900 A.D., we get going again, And that period, we generally end it in 1521, again, which is when the Spaniards arrived and took control of everything. So those are our three main time periods. Now, within each one of those, we've got early, middle, late, um, but those are the general titles. So as I'm bringing people on here to talk about these things, remember those time frames. You guys, I'm really excited to bring in our first guest speakers that'll be happening here in another episode or two until then please feel free to give me a little shout out on my website let me know what you'd be interested in hearing about or if you're a scholar that wants to share your work with me that's amazing too i'm always looking for more people to talk to and more information to share thank you for being here today and i'll catch you on episode two of mesoamerican studies on (laughs) it